Welcome to Skills to Pay the Bills. This is the segment called the Wealth Zone University. I'm your host, Don Moraney. As you know, our mission is to change your mind about money to change your financial future. Over the past few segments, we've been talking about certain aspects of business finance and personal finance that we think are important to you. Essentially, as you know, we espouse what we call the four real secrets of money. That's saving, that's protecting your savings, that's making sure that you get a reasonable return through compounding and through interest, and last but not least, making sure we minimize income taxes on the money that you save. To us, that's very simple. That's the real secrets of money. That's how you build financial security. So what are we gonna talk about today? I think it's really important we're getting near the end of the year, and we need to talk about retirement savings and retirement savings plans. Why? Because we believe that retirement savings are a very important aspect of your security portfolio, and we also believe that retirement savings plans are a way for you to stash money, as we begin to say uh, about saving, so that you can begin to accumulate your personal financial wealth and then also enhance that personal financial wealth. So get ready, get your retirement plan papers out, get your portfolio papers out. Let's begin to talk about you. Let's begin to talk about your retirement. The first thing we wanna make sure is that everyone understands the different kinds of retirement plans that we're gonna be talking about. There are employer-sponsored plans, mostly for employees, which the, which the employer develops and offers and encourages the employees to participate in. There are plans for self-employed individuals. Again, very similar plans, but these are plans that people who are in business for themselves are allowed to form, organize, and contribute to also as a form of saving. So why do we say that these retirement plans are so important? Well, they allow you to stash your money, actually save your money, mostly in a protected environment. Protected means that there's some tax advantages to it, and consistently contributing to these kinds of retirement plans allows you to accumulate a sizable amount of money for your retirement years, which as we all know since 2008, is something that we really, really need to do. Now there are advantages and disadvantages to both the employer-sponsored plan and the self-employed retirement plan, and we're gonna talk about both of them from the aspect of our real secrets of money. So we're gonna talk about the savings provisions of these retirement plans. We're gonna talk about how to protect your money once you put it into these retirement plans. We're gonna talk about how to earn respectable interest and compounding on the money that you're contributing to your retirement plan. And we're gonna talk about some of the provisions that allow you to take advantage of tax, let's call them tax incentives that you would be concerned about in making contributions to retirement plans. Okay, so I guess we're all ready. Let's start with the ones that we think that you probably are most familiar with the employer-sponsored plans. We're talking about 401Ks, you've heard of that. Since 2008, a lot of people have been calling them 201Ks for, <laughs> for reasons that we can all believe. The, the, the uh, value of the portfolios have probably dropped 50% or more in a lot of those plans uh, after the 2008 um, market correction, and they've grown pretty slowly since that time. We're also talking about things like 
um, variations on the 401 uh, plan. For instance, there is now a Roth 401k. There's an individual 401k. There's a solo 401k. There's also a new thing called an annuity 401k. But what do these things have in common? Well, we combine them on the employer side with things that are offered to municipal employees, like 457 plans, or to tax-exempt employees, like 403B plans. They're essentially all tax-deferred plans that allow you, as the employee, to set aside a certain amount of money out of your paycheck. And what that does is allows you to have a tax deduction up front that um, I would say gives you the incentive to put money into the plan, but also hopefully gives you some tax relief when you file your tax returns. So what does that mean? That means that these plans are vehicles that allow you to put away money, to have that money protected in uh, an account that is not taxable every single year on the earnings, to have that money put away so that hopefully it earns a respectable return, and to realize some upfront tax advantages by not paying income tax on the amount that you decided to contribute to these plans. That's on the employee side, which we call the deferred side. Now, a lot of plans also have an aspect of it where the employer can also contribute to your plan. It's not mandatory that employers do make contributions, but a lot of employers um, have that policy and do supplement the amount of money that an employee puts into a plan, which again is a benefit because the employer then gets a tax deduction for the amount of money they contributed to your plan, and your plan grows that much faster because there's more money as the base and more money in your portfolio. Simplistic, isn't it? Now, let's talk about the same concept on the self-employed side, because individuals who are self-employed do not necessarily have an employer, but they too need a retirement plan. Um, as an incentive, though, their retirement plans allow a larger amount of money to be put away, which is a good thing. And in some of their plans, there are two sides. Um, the employer side, which uh, we talked about, and the employee side, which is the deferred side, which we talked about. Uh, some of the plans have both of those concepts. Some of the plans don't. We'll get into the specifics of each one of those as we continue with our next segment. But let's go back right now and talk about the employer-sponsored plans. And let's take those plans and let's overlay it with uh, the real secrets of money. And let's talk about those plans as it relates to the four real secrets of money, saving, protecting your money, re re uh, earning a respectable return, and then minimizing your tax advantages. Okay? Great. So what's the first part of the real secrets of money? I don't hear you talking. Savings, right? Okay, I knew you knew. How can we use an employer-sponsored retirement plan as a savings vehicle? Well, think about it. If you consistently put money in to a retirement plan every single paycheck, the same amount, it didn't even have to be a large amount, the same amount, and become used to having that money not in your take-home pay, you will see that money start to build up pretty rapidly. Now think about it. In 2012, an employee can defer um, $17,000 of their paycheck into a retirement plan. If they're over 50, 
they can put in another 5500 which altogether is about $22,000 a year. Now, if the employer matches that, the employer can put in, an, well, the, let's put it this way, the maximum that can go into that plan is $50,000. So in the example we just had where the employer, employee can put in 22000 the employer can match up to 28000 for a total of 50000 We're talking about a lot of money. Now, it's pretty hard to reach those limits because there are income limitations. There are also um, compensation limitations. But still, when we're talking about using these plans for savings, it becomes pretty apparent that the employee by his or herself can put in a pretty large amount of money, and if the employer decides to match it, that much more money can be put away. So in savings, we have the ability to put away over $20,000 in a protected environment in a retirement plan in any particular year. Let's talk about protecting that. Protecting it is the hard part because mostly when you're in a 401k or an employer retirement plan, the choices of where your money goes are not determined by you, the employee. It's probably not even determined by the employer. It's probably determined by the provider of the plan who determines exactly or, or provides a selection of investment vehicles for the plan that then are given to you and you have to choose from. Um, anything outside of that plan, you don't have the option of using. And anything inside of that plan, you should understand. But in most instances, we found that, that explanations aren't there and nor is the guidance. All of these plans are invested in some form in the stock market, whether it's a mutual fund, whether it's stock, um, whether it's bonds, it's still inside the stock market. And as we all know graphically since 2008, the risk of losing your money is very, very high. And what we also preach as part of the Real Secrets of Money is that you shouldn't have to risk your money for return. So how do we change that? Well, there's a thing called an annuity 401k. What is it? It's a 401k that's invested in an annuity, not in a stock market. And as we know, annuities, fixed annuities and fixed indexed annuities are the ones that provide you guaranteed principal and guarantees your principal against loss. So let me be clear. When I talk about annuity 401ks, I'm not talking about the variable annuities. Variable annuities are still invested in the stock market. I'm talking about fixed annuities and fixed indexed annuities, which are vehicles that guarantee that your money will not be lost. Again, let me emphasize that. I'm talking about annuities that guarantee that your money will not be lost. And that's the key that we're trying to make sure that you understand. So what I want you to do is this. Think about it. You take $10,000 of your money. Um, let's just say, for sake of, of, of argument, you're doing $500 a paycheck, and we're doing 24 paychecks. At the end of that period, you've got $12,000 that you put away. You would love for that $12,000 <laughs> to be there when you could decide to look at your portfolio at the end of the year or the end of the next year. We're talking about having a way to do that that's probably not in the plan that you have. And we're also saying that the only way you can get that done is for you, the person who has a vested interest in that money, to go to your employer and tell your employer that you want a different kind of mix and different options and choices in your 401k, choices that allow you to have protection of money 
and minimize the risk. Now understand this, you have to ask the employer for this because the individuals who are selling the plan to the employer have a vested interest in making sure that you are investing your money rather than saving your money. So you've got to talk with the employer, you've got to talk with the other employees, and if you want, you can even ask us to come in and talk to the employers and employees. But we want to leave with you two things. You have to participate in your plan. We're going to tell you also in another segment how to make sure that you have the money to participate in that plan. But for right now, we want to leave you in this segment with the fact retirement plans are very important. Participating in a retirement plan is a way of saving. And now we have to make sure that once you put your money in that retirement plan and you receive all the tax deductions and bells and whistles that go along with it, that you've got to make sure that your employer knows that you want vehicles in that plan that allow you to protect your money. And in this instance, that is an annuity. And then even more specifically, it's a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity, not a variable annuity. So we've talked about the employer-sponsored plans. We related it to the first two aspects of the real secrets of money. And we are encouraging you before the end of 2012 to look at your retirement portfolio, your 401k, to give us a buzz, send us an email. We'll look at it with you without um, any obligation, but also we want you to start planning now for what you're going to do for 2013. For 2013, the limits go up. Uh, you'll be able to put in $17,500 as a normal employee, and uh, we'll talk about catch up later on. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. In the next segment, we're going to talk a bit more about the other two real secrets of money uh, as they relate to retirement planning. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Welcome to Skills to Pay the Bills. I am Jay Lou, a million dollar financial business I inform and educate how to save money without loss. Upside gain and no downside risk with lifetime income. Watch Skills to Pay the Bills on Channel 10 and become independently wealthy in your retirement. Welcome to the Skills to Pay Your Bills. This segment is the Wealth Zone University, and I'm your host, Don Moraney. In our last segment, we were talking about retirement plans. We talked about employer-sponsored retirement plans, and we talked just a bit about retirement plans for individuals who are self-employed. We said about those plans that they are all great savings vehicles, um, and we encourage everyone to participate, and if you're not participating now, to consider participating. Uh, these vehicles are made so that you can put money away, enjoy tax benefits, um, and also make sure that your retirement goals are met. There are advantages and disadvantages to each one of these plans, and we're going to talk a bit more about them as we go forward. We're going to overlay our real secrets of money in our discussion of these retirement plans. And as you all know, the real secrets of money are saving, saving consistently, making sure that your portfolio and your principal and interest are protected from loss, ensuring that the money that you put away gets a reasonable return and enjoys compounding, and last but not least, maximizing the tax advantages or minimizing the income tax disadvantages on the money that you saved. In the first segment, we talked about how retirement plans meet the first two real secrets of money, the savings provision and 
how we could make them use, meet the second provision, which is protecting your money. We're going to talk about that uh, second one just a little bit more before the seg segment ends. But what we want to get to is the third real secret of money, which is making your money work for you. That means realizing a return on your money, a respectable return, and compounding. So let's talk about how we can make that happen. The most important aspect of any savings program is to make sure that you do it consistently, which builds up the amount of money that you have in your savings account. Now, why is that important, aside from the fact that the more money you have, the better off you are? Well, if you're getting a return on your money, the fact that you have more money means that that money returns a greater return. And so what we're looking for is to have an excellent base or the most money that we can possibly have accumulated to have the, those earnings compounded on, and then making sure that we have a respectable return, which means that you're getting a rate of return that is comparable to all the other rates that are out there. When I say that, I'm talking about making sure that you can have your return comparable to what the stock market is realizing without directly being in the stock market and being exposed to the risk of loss or the investment risk that you normally have when you're investing in stocks. So how do we get the best of both worlds? How do I get a respectable return on my savings without having the risk of losing it all? Well, there's this magic thing called indexed crediting. It's actually where you have a savings vehicle that allows you to get returns that actually mirror what an index on the stock market is doing. The most popular index is the Standard & Poor's 500. We, we all hear about it. We see it on the news. You see it as a ticker tape of, upon every financial show that you watch. The difference is, in index crediting, your money isn't actually going into the stock market. The amount of earnings that you get on your money just mirrors what that index has been doing over a period of time, whether it's one month or one year. The most important thing is that because your money is never at the risk of loss, you don't lose any of your principal and you don't lose any of your interest. Now, how does that relate to a retirement plan? Well, as we said in the prior segment, right now most employer-sponsored retirement plans and most self-employed retirement plans, when you give your money to that plan, it's invested in the stock market in some form, whether it's directly through a mutual fund, it's going into the stock market. As too many of us found out in 2008 and 9, that money can disappear, either totally or significantly, and either one of those is a bad choice. What we want to do is encourage you, yes, to save in these employer-sponsored plans, to save in these self-employed-sponsored plans, but also to begin to talk to your employer about the fact that there are vehicles that should be included in these plans that allow you not to lose your money. These same vehicles, if structured properly, can allow you to make the money that we just talked about. They can be compounded. You can get a reasonable return of interest without the risk of ever losing your money or ever losing um, the money that you earned. And again, these are called fixed index products. The last aspect of the real secrets of money that I want to talk about so that we can put it all together before we leave tonight is that we need to minimize the income taxes that we pay on the amount of money that we're saving and putting away even for retirement. There's been a classic battle that's still going on 
as to whether or not you should take a tax deferral now and pay income taxes on your retirement and your savings later on when you retire, or whether you should pay taxes now and not have to pay taxes on your retirement and your savings when you have access to them. There's two schools of thoughts. We're not going to resolve that here tonight, but let me tell you what my school of thought is. The school of thought that I am is what you should be able to pay taxes when you have the ability to earn the most money, when your earning power is within your control. When you retire in your golden years, when your earning power is not within your control, you should not be subject to having to pay income taxes. Number two, because the income tax system is progressive, I'm almost positive that the income tax rates are going to go up, which means that when you retire, it's very possible that your tax rate may be higher, or at least the same, as it is during your earning years. It makes sense to me that while you have the ability to earn more money, while you have the ability to pay the taxes, while you have the ability to accumulate as much money as you want during your earning years, those are the years that you should be looking at uh, paying your tax burden. Trust me, Uncle Sam is not going to let you get away without taxing, so either you pay him now or you pay him later. The question that you have to answer is which one is best for you, and again, we're advocating that you consider paying now and enjoying your life when you retire. So let's put all of those four things together. We're saying that these retirement plans, you can save money. We're saying these retirement plans, if structured properly, can make sure that your money is never lost by guaranteeing it. We're saying that these retirement plans also, if properly structured, can earn you respectable returns and compounding that will mirror whatever's going on in the stock market. And lastly, we're saying that you have a choice of paying taxes now or later, and you already know our position on that. The most important thing that we need for you to fully understand, and the point of us getting, getting really comfortable in talking with you this evening in this segment is that you have to make a decision to begin doing something and we want you to think about doing something positive beginning to contribute to your retirement plans to your employer sponsored retirement plan and or to your self-employed retirement plan in 2012 if you don't have the ability to do that or you still haven't decided that it's something that you want to do I need you to start thinking about it now because in 2013, I want you to be ready to start contributing to those plans the first paycheck in January. What will that do? In 2013, the deferred limit will be $17,500. That'll give you the entire year to contribute to a plan that at the end of the year can allow you to have um, $17,500 stashed away. Now, isn't that something that you would want? Now, listen, you can Take the tax deduction now, or you can form a, or, or have your employer develop a 401k called a Roth 401k or an annuity 401k where you don't get a tax deduction now, but you also don't have to pay taxes later on. You still have both options. What I need you to do, though, is think about the real secrets of money and think about how we're going to get started. I guarantee you, if you get started and you overlay the four aspects of the real secrets of money onto your retirement savings program that you will decide which of those four elements are ones that you need to address 
which one of those four elements you need to speak with your employer about and which one of those four elements you need to make some decisions about regarding how your personal finances are going to be handled. So retirement planning, absolutely necessary. Employer-sponsored plans, an excellent way for you to begin savings. Um, you can do it tax-deferred where you get the tax benefit up front and pay taxes later on. You can do it post-tax where you pay the taxes now and you don't have to pay taxes at, at some other point in time. But it's very important that you do two things for me. Start planning for it now, number one. Number two, begin to talk with your other employees and your employer so that the vehicles that your retirement savings plans are invested in or put in become plans that are fixed or fixed index so that there's a guarantee that you will not lose the precious hard-earned money that you're saving. Okay? So you've got choices. Uh, the choices are where you're going to put your money, and we already know where we want it to go into something that guarantees your principal and interest will be there. And when you're going to pay taxes, now or later. And you already know our preference there is that you pay taxes now during your earning years so that you can enjoy your golden years. Now we know this was a lot for you to digest in just a short amount of time. But remember, our purpose here is to change your mind about money so you can change your financial future. This is just one aspect of making sure that we achieve those goals. So let us hear from you. Your emails, your calls, your comments help us to make sure that we direct the show to the things that are important to you and that we target you, your family, and your business so we can change your mind about money to change your financial future. Be well. We'll talk to you next segment. Bye.